What's up, everybody? We are back for a special Halloween episode. What? What? Whoa. What was that? Hey, you know what's crazy? We didn't bring the ghost this time, too. So on TikTok Live, we've been having we've been having this spirit come by. But unfortunately, the spirit's not here today. Yeah. Mm. Spirit's busy. Yeah. Out. Halloweening. Hey guys, doing, guys, hey guys, doing I want those to, witchy things. I want you to take a look here. Look, look around the room here. We got. What do, what do you want to be a wizard? You want to be called wizard? Yeah, I guess a native wizard. A native wizard. <laughs> <laughs> the most sacred of them all. I, uh, I my, thought he was. Uh, he's from. Uh, hmm. Was it? Uh, uh, hog hog meat. No. Hog meat. Hog meat. What's that? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Whoa, whoa. Yo, you mean Hogwarts? <laughs> <laughs> well, instead of Hogwarts. <laughs> 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 Hog me? Hog me? Yo, that's crazy. Someone stop this man. I was man. trying to like say something different. Hogwarts. Someone stop this man. I came as Duncan McLeod from Highlander. I'm not going to kill nobody. Yeah. He's I'm a- Billy Jack. The from, Billy Jack. <laughs> <laughs> from Billy Jack. From Billy Jack. Chris, Chris what is Chris? I'm the black spirit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> here surely everyone's going to be taking their stuff off because it's hard to record with these headphones on. Yeah, yeah. so we dressed up everybody and uh, our special Halloween episode, having some fun. I'm going to take my hat off so I can put my headphones on. Yeah, I'm going to take this Rez hat off. Chris, yeah, might as well. I dyed my hair for this episode. <laughs> Well, spray painted it. Well, actually, no, he just nah. let, no, he let it grow out for he's, real. Yeah, he's lying. He's got <laughs> in gray. his old age. We're all a little gray. Oh, I can hear now. I'm, the hood's staying on though for me because I can stay spooky that way. <laughs> 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 no, this is gonna be a fun episode. We got uh, we got some things lined up for you guys today. I think we got some listener stories. We got um, I know we got we're gonna break out the uh, the top five. Spooky movies, horror movies. I know Chris and Tyler are ready for that one. Mm. Um, and then we got some top fives from the listeners. And we may even share some stories on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, did you not hear yourself? <laughs> what? <laughs> you were slurping into that mic, man. Oh. <laughs> that was my Halloween special effects for you guys. Boy. <laughs> It's Y'all hear that? Drinking in that the dark, that witches you better brew. run. No. <laughs> so, um, I guess Chris, you got the listener story for us. Yeah, I got uh, one. Uh, I'm gonna have uh, Tyler read it for me, though. I'm gonna let him. Uh... All right. Yeah. Uh, do we want to uh, say this name? Yeah. Yeah. Just... Say his name. Oh yeah. This is uh, Martin Billy. And it says, Yate, Uncle Chris, coming from Navajo land. Got a, good, got a good story for you. Mm. So I got hooked onto Unsolved Mysteries podcast, and I told my family that we were all listening to the first episode, um, and we fell asleep. And while I was asleep, something jumped on the roof of my parents' bedroom, mm. and my dad banged on the wall and shouted out. Then whatever it was jumped off the roof. It was heavy from the footsteps and the thud from the ground. My dad went outside, and he didn't see anything. 
uh, was a heck of an experience for them because I was out cold. Dang. <laughs> uh, but I thought I would uh, share the love. Your uh, share. I thought I would share love. Your stories, Uncle Chris. Primal rage all day. <laughs> Respect, <laughs> Mono. Oh yes. man, Martin yes. Billy, you would, appreciate yeah. that. We ain't got to. We ain't, I ain't got to off your head like Highlander. <laughs> good one. Good story there. Any listener <laughs> that shouts out Primal Rage is a listener that I want to shake hands with. Yeah, we want to see you. No. They're legends. <laughs> legends. Put um, you, make you part of the pantheon of unsolved mysteries. <laughs> so I have a I have a listener story here. This comes from our second place winner, um, Fred Pamami. If I'm saying it correct, Fred, I apologize. I know you're going to be listening to this. But he, he sent me a story um, from his buddy. So his buddy uh, leased some land out kind of in uh, Potawatomi Reservation area. Um, he's a real big uh, deer hunter, so he has this trail camera. Well, <clears throat> he's been noticing that sometimes, like, the batteries run dead on it, and and uh, uh, and it kind of has some, like, weird, like, unformatted kind of pictures. And um, there's an old cemetery that's out there about by the, the trail cam. And... You know, so basically he, he was so, could not ever get anything like pictures or videos, couldn't get nothing. So then once, so he started, you know, asking around and uh, basically he, his father-in-law, he basically uh, got a hold of his father-in-law who's a, uh, I guess, knew some fire keepers up in that, up that way. And I guess they told him that basically Bigfoot was around there mm. and the camera was not capturing because... We ain't supposed to see that is basically what it came down to is what they told him is that you aren't supposed to see what's passing by that camera and and in you know, triggering that that flash. Mm. <clears throat> so I appreciate him sending that story. the The guy that he his buddy still hunts that land. He has new trail cameras now, but he still hunts. And he asked him, he said, "Man, why do you go out there? Ain't that kind of spooky out there?" He says. No, nah, when I know it's time to leave, I know it's time to leave. And so mm-hmm. he he bells out when he gets too freaked out, when he gets too freaked out and, and spooked out. So, Fred, I appreciate you sending that that short little story there. You know, I know we could all speak on something. You know, when it comes to you know equipment, batteries running dead, and pictures, <laughs> yeah. and and you know, kind of unexplained occurrences. You know, I've even heard cars not starting, like batteries going dead in cars. So, mm-hmm. so you know, I appreciate you sending in that story. Fred with the heat, just like at Pawnee. Yeah, he had some good stuff at Pawnee. Anybody else got another one? I don't got any. I don't have one. Nope. I've got I've got one. Um, I want to play this one. This is a sound clip. Now, you have to bear with me. I don't know how to do these things sometimes. Hold on. Donnell Barlow. I live in Spokane, Washington. Um, and I am Ottawa Otter Clan, and then I am also Yurok on my maternal side. Um, I work as a holistic health coach serving Native American communities, um, and at the forefront of that work is sharing uh, traditional foods and plant knowledge. So I just really wanted to share a little bit about um, plant spirits and kind of what my experience has been with developing more of an intimate relationship to our plant medicine. We often tend to forget really that plant medicine was our first medicine and it's, it's really a big part of our prevention work. 
Um, and so it's so critical that we develop this relationship as, you know, early on and teach our youth as well. Um, but anyhow, I wanted to take plant medicine to another level. You know, I'm familiar, obviously, with um, the different incredible healing modalities that our plant medicine offers us, things that you can even read in books, you know, but I wanted to get to a much deeper connection than that because our plants are sentient beings, you know, they're alive, they're responsive to music, they're responsive to, you know, different vibrations and energy in a room. And so I wanted to take that step further by uh, doing plant dieting. And so what that entails is a period of fasting, which is always important to prepare the body um, when you're wanting to sit in any type of ceremony or, or have, you know, some type of different experience. Um, and so I tend to, I, I diet um, just by using the plant. Um, so I'll make teas, uh, medicine teas with that specific plant and only that plant. Um, I will also sometimes burn it. Um, in that way and smudge with the plant. I'll even uh, make, uh, you know, a concoction that I can bathe with or put it under my pillow. So you really want to utilize the plant in as many different modalities as you can so that you can connect with it in that way. And then going through that fasting process and only ingesting it as well. So I want to share a story about um, one of the plants that I had a beautiful experience with. Um, and it was cedar. So I went through the plant dieting and um, I made cedar tea and bathed with cedar water and I was burning cedar and I had it under my pillow. Um, and cedar, the plant, the spirit of the cedar came in, in a dream for me. I remember that I was in my bedroom and um, in the dream. So in the dream, I'm actually in my bedroom and I wake up as the door swings open and this gust of wind blows up my comforter and I feel this entity come and lay down with me in the bed. And I wasn't sure what had walked in at that point, um, but I reached my hand out. When I reached my hand out, I felt the cedar, I felt the branches, I felt the leaves, and I knew that that cedar um, spirit that was there was there to comfort me and we were making another connection it was really cool um, I also experienced during that time I had placed like I mentioned the cedar underneath my pillow and I had had a dream that night um, about a previous relationship that had ended in turmoil and just caused me a lot of grief and within that dream um, I experienced some some healing and some, some forgiveness around it. And I, when I woke up in, in the morning, the cedar actually was no longer underneath my pillow, but it was Whoa. placed on my heart. Mm. So I just think it's really incredible what the plant medicines have to offer us. Um, there's so many other um, benefits and beautiful connections outside of just what you can read in books or learn, you know, through school. Um, they have other teachings and other offerings if we're willing to take the time to do the protocols and just set a lot of, you know, really specific intentions with those plants. Go oh, for that, man. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I wanted to kind of follow up with uh, what she had to say. You know, Mrs. Barlow, you know, she's uh, um, one of their uh, spiritual leaders in her area, you know, and, you know, she, she heard us talking about, you know, uh, 
you know, woods, woodland spirits and herbal remedies and things like that. And, you know, she wanted to call and, you know, kind of visit. And, you know, we had a very long, good conversation last night over the phone. And, man, she had some wicked, wicked stories. I mean, some stories that, you know, just blew my mind. But, you know, the thing I, I liked about her talking about these these medicines, you know, I've said this before and I'll say it again, you know, those old ways, there were ways of, of life for this, you know, and we as natives were forgetting these kind of teachings that she's talking about, you know, being Muscogee Creek, you know, we have, you know, our medicines and the things that we do, but sometimes we've forgotten a lot about, you know, how to honor these things and how to communicate with these things even as strong as muskogee creeks are you know we we've forgotten the most important thing about these ceremonies and, and these herbs and these medicines that these are live spirits mm -hmm. and they're to be respected these songs that we sing to make these medicines powerful you know, they've got a lot of power on them, and you've got to come in that right way. You know, too many people are using these, I don't know how you say, holistic methods, and they are they don't even know how to really utilize them. Mm -hmm. You know, they're just thinking, oh, I just do this, and I do that, and, you know, it 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 will work, and, you know, everything will be good, you know especially with our ceremonial people. Now, like I said, I'm only talking about Muscogee Creeks, you know, again, you know, way back in my great, great grandfather's time when they made medicine, they made medicine. They didn't sit there and, you know, one day just sing on something. No, they prepared themselves, purified themselves, just like she's talking about how to communicate with these spirits you know, we're always talking about, you know, ghosts and, you know, other kind of spirits. But what I liked about, you know, this recording that, you know, she sent in, she's talking about the other side mm. of, of spirits, you know, the ones that can come and heal, heal you. Mm. And so, you know, I thought that was, you know, a phenomenal, you know, a story. And she's got a couple other ones, but, you know, she said, uh, give her time you know she'll she'll record you know uh, just a little bit for us and a couple of these man i can't wait because it's gonna it's gonna blow people's minds mm. you know uh, on, on her information but you know like i said you know there's a lot of tribes out there that still carry those old ways mm -hmm. you know those old traditions and this was such an inspiration to me to hear her talk about these spirits that you normally don't hear about anymore. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, she was talking about, you know, I, I, I don't want to, you know, jump the gun or anything, but, you know, like I said, she, she's got some phenomenal stories. And, you know, I know you're listening to us, and I just want to thank you for sharing that knowledge with us. Mm -hmm. And we would really appreciate, you know, if you – 
share, you know, just a little bit more with us, you know, because I know myself, you know, I was learning a lot, you know, talking with you. And so, again, I just wanted to take some time and recognize Miss Barlow, you know, for, for sharing that information and also listening to us mm-hmm. and sharing kind words to us. You mm-hmm. know, she was really gave us some encouraging words. She's really impressed with the podcast and the things that we're talking about. But again, you know, this was one part that, you know, she would like for us to maybe eventually have a show on, mm-hmm. you know. So, mm-hmm. again, you know, Miss Barlow, you know, we're listening to you. And if you can help us out, we're game for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mado. Yeah. I appreciate you saying that because, um, you know, when people, I see it all a lot, you know, while on the Internet, you know, the, how much misinformation is out there about this kind of stuff. And I think, to me, one of the biggest misconceptions about the holistic medicine is that anybody can do it. That you can just go pick up a book or you can just go to one of these shops (laughs) that you see and just buy something off the wall. You take it home, you make the tea, and then it just works. But I know for us Muskogee Creek people, you know, we not everybody can get medicine or make medicine there's certain people that do that um you know and if you do collect you know these roots and these you know cedar and things like that there's a way you have to do it so that you there's a ceremony that you have to perform to you just don't pick it up off the ground or you don't just go break a branch Mm -hmm. off there's methods to to collecting these things Mm -hmm. you know so you can go read all the books that you want and you can go look up all you want on the internet. But unless you really know what you're doing, you know, I always tell people like, you know, if you don't know what you're doing, you shouldn't be smudging or you shouldn't be collecting cedar. Um, cause it's, it's not a game, <laughs> you know, it's, it's our yeah. life. It's at our, it's our ways, you know, and we were taught those ways for a reason, you know, um, for, for that, for that, for healing and for, you know, so anyway, that's just, I just wanted to speak on that. Like just one of the biggest misconceptions is that anybody can do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. You talk about picking up at a shop. I think they sell sage at Spencer's. Yeah. Like those little, I forgot what they call it. Sage bundles. No, it's like like some kind of kit. They name it some kind of kit or something, but it's in a plastic bag with a, it's stapled together and it's now yeah, I think it's called cleanse kit or something like that. Yeah. Something crazy like that. But well, even I was in Eureka Springs and I had, uh, I had sent you guys a picture of on the package. It said native American blessed sage on that bundle. And I just, you know, I kind of, yeah, I guess people, I mean, they're trying to make a mo- make money on it, but I, I understand, but you know, but no, I agree with you Tyler a hundred percent, but you know, I appreciate, uh, miss, uh, miss Barlow, you know, mm-hmm. sharing that information, man. That's, that's super keen and, and, uh, and uh, we appreciate that. Yeah, uh, I'm down to cover that too. Um, for sure, share more with us. Yeah, I'd love to look more into that. I know food has a lot of positive and negatives too. Uh, for some reason, I talked to like three guests so far about food. So we even talked about it. On, yeah, we on talked about like just intermittent fasting and the benefits of different types of foods and stuff and. Uh, it's meant to be i mean yeah for real. randomly you know it's just been brought up so i pre- i do appreciate that the story and 
Uh, I believe Chris about more phenomenal stories. So looking yeah. forward to them. Thank yeah. you for sharing those yeah. with us. I don't know about y'all, but I know one of the foods that always helps me, especially when I want to feel like sweating, is getting a couple of good old fashioned spicy meat pies. Oh, yeah. Dang. I tell you what, Dang. I don't know. I don't know about y'all, but if I eat two of them things, I'm sweating. Hey, did you? Have, hey, <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be crying in that sugar G too. <laughs> it, it hurts going in, and it it, it hurts coming out. <laughs> Dang. So, hey, we were uh, we were the three of us. Uh, me, Chris, and and Russell went to uh, Stenjati's concert. Uh, what was it? The or the fourteenth, October fourteenth, and they were selling meat pies. Russell, let me ask you this: Did you did you did you devour that meat pie? And did you taste how spicy it was? Kind of spicy. Yeah, it had a little kick to it, but uh, it was uh, fried. And I gave half of it to Charmin too because I know she came from rehearsal, so we halved it, but. I liked it. Yeah, it, was it was cool. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I mean, and, shout out to that guy. He yeah, gave sure. me that for free. So Dang, yeah. <laughs> shout out. Yeah, and uh, shout out to Stinjati. He put on a good show, man. It was just super late. <laughs> God. Was it, a, was it a traditional meat pie? Did it come out of a igloo cooler? Yes, yeah. it did. Okay, then we know we're talking about yeah. the real deal. <laughs> it did, too. That was sacred, sacred <laughs> way sacred right there. <laughs> yeah, they don't be selling those at the concession stand. You only get the good ones out of the trunk. <laughs> I know. He pulled it out. I said, dang, that's how I know it's about to yeah. be fired. It was pretty good. Yeah, two good. coolers. That old igloo cooler, yeah, man. the blue and red ones. Yeah, oh, yeah, the classics. <laughs> That's spicy in the mild. <laughs> he had that one ante keeping it warm underneath that. <laughs> that way, boy. Ah. Dang, you know what's crazy, Warmed too? I, I gave tuck, him, tuck. I, I tipped him some places. money. I tipped Tucked him some under. money, and he gave, me, he gave me like nine raw jalapenos. Yeah, he gave me a jalapeno with that, too. Dang, like, raw jalapenos. I said, dang. Not, I appreciate that. I'm not young anymore. <laughs> Well, you come at him that. in that good way. Yeah, he just he said, he said, hey, hold on a second. And we re- on re- literally a handful of raw, <laughs> raw <laughs> jalapenos. I said, you that man. Should have made some salsa. Yeah. Dang, yeah. That's what I would have done. I gave one to the squirrels. <laughs> so hopefully, squirrels, we hope you're all right out there outside the shrine venue. <laughs> We're all talking about food right now, but are we going to ignore the smell of that hamburger stew that's on the stove top right now? I know I'm getting hungry. Over here. <laughs> it's coming hurry up soon. That. It's coming Hope out D. soon. <laughs> <laughs> the stew. Put that fry bread in there. Shoot. I want some cornbread with that. Dang. A sour cornbread. Man, I, so, you know, this episode, guys, we, like I said, we're keeping it pretty light. Um, but, uh, you know, one thing that that we always and I've had so many people reach out, you know, and, and ask this: When are we going to talk about cursed movies? And today is today. Um, yeah, you, I know we have a list of some things of some movies, and I know you know, you know, Chris is always making recommendations for movies, and and Tyler's a, and I would consider Tyler a, an, an expert when it comes to breaking down movies. So I'm going to pass it over to uh, to Tyler and. And kick us off with this. Yeah, um, I've always just been fascinated by the feeling of being scared. You know, even even as a kid, um, you know, I would always go to like the school library and I would you know check out the books on like Bigfoot or UFOs or, and I checked out one book um, over like witchcraft, 
And um, in that book, and I remember this, I, I would take those books home. And first of all, I'd have to, have to hide them from my mom and my dad because they didn't want me <laughs> reading up on stuff <laughs> like that. But um, so I remember like reading this book. And in this book, there was a picture um, from this 1922 silent movie called Haxon. I don't know if anybody's ever seen that, but it's probably one of the very first of its kind. Um, it's a turn of the century documentary. Um, well, I guess it's like a documentary, but it's pseudo documentary, I guess, because there is some re react reenactments of these practices, these witchcraft practices, but that's what it is. It's like the history of witchcraft and the story behind it is kind of like, um, What's that one movie where um, you watch the movie and then you die like three days later? Oh, The Ring? The Ring, yeah, the like ring, The yeah. Ring. Where if you watch this, supposedly if you watch this movie, um, you can curse you as, as mm. the viewer because what they're doing is was real-life witchcraft practices. And um, so that was one of the stories that I had heard, you know, about Haxon and... Um, that's a very influential movie, too. Um, that movie, though, you have to read it, don't you? Yeah, it's, it's a silent movie. Yeah, and that's another yeah. thing, too, because they put spells. And so if you're reading these spells out loud, Whoa. and you know Whoa. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I've always, that was one of the ones, the earliest, one of the earliest movies that I remember seeing, you know, that really creeped me out. Because as a kid, you know, especially before like the internet ruined everybody's imagination mm. you know you believed in those things you know you see you see the, well, what you saw on the screen is what i'm talking about you know you mm. would see that movie and you know i didn't know any better that that wasn't real you know i just thought that it was real yeah <laughs> you know and so yeah that was one of the very first movies that i remember being like spooked out by because i thought 1922 how could that not be real like mm. it ain't like movies today you know um cgi and you know all that stuff i mean mm. these were like real people saying these real spells and these real <laughs> doing real witchy things, you know, and, um, there it is, you know, documented. And so anyway, that was one of the very first movies that, like I said, it has a curse behind it that I can think of, you know, that if you watch it and you're recanting those spells or whatever out loud that, you know, that, that, that movie could curse you <laughs> yeah so what's that called that's called haxon haxon h-a-x-a-n so whoa yeah i watched it and i, I thought it was pretty cool but yeah. you know it, it does have a lot of reading to yeah. it and if you're like me you have to probably pause it quite a bit <laughs> and, you know i think it's I, on youtube though because uh, i don't think it's in public domain now i think hmm. dang they had to take it off the air or off the, the well it, it has been banned in several countries wow yeah 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 because it was like doing things like i don't know like the population like things weird things were happening so they like banned it and Man. Like certain they also said it was like promoting witchcraft and when's know. the last time you watched it though oh man it's been a long time I, like when we started this i mean that was the very first movie that i remember thinking like I should not have watched that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want to take that back. I he said I was 11 years that. old and I, said, I knew in that moment. I was, yeah, I was probably about 10 or 11. Man, probably man. when I seen it. But I think the last time I saw it, it's been a long time, probably mm. 20 years. Um, I know Criterion put it out, I think, which mm. I'd like to get like a better, because I'm sure they have like a documentary on it now. But mm. have you seen it recently? I haven't seen it like recently, recently, but I've seen it like in the past two years, I guess. I was watching it, uh, I think it was during uh, 
COVID, you know, I was just kind of scrolling through, you know. And yeah. I seen that, and I remember seeing it a long time ago, too, you know, uh, as a, uh, I think the first time I seen it was like in the 80s or something when I first watched it. And so, you know, I didn't really comprehend anything, really, you know, when I first watched it. But, you know, since I turned 21 and watched it, you know, and a couple of years ago, you know, <laughs> I was sitting there going, dang, you know. And I was kind of had that same feeling, you know, sitting there saying, dang, did I just read that right? You know, yeah. is it, did I, you know, see that right? You know, are, are they actually talking about these things and yeah what i thought was bad was you know because there's no sound it makes you read these things and that to me that was more scary mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. now not only am i watching this but i'm saying this in my head exactly mm-hmm. so i'm actually yeah. kind of putting it to use you know mm-hmm. that's kind of what i was thinking and then that kind of I don't know, kind of spooked me. And plus, that during that time, it was a spooky time anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Especially being like a European film anyway. Like, they were always big into scary, like, you know, was it was the cabinet of Dr. Caligari mm. or like London After Midnight? There's all those really weird, creepy, like even, German expressionist. I mean, even Nos- silent Nosferatu, too. Nosferatu. Is, Nosferatu. Is another, another one that, in, in that, yeah. you know. My my introduction, like I said, that's not really that a cursed film, but you know, my introduction to to horror movies was Nosferatu. Yeah, like I still th- I still dream about that every now and then, seeing that you know the fangs and all that stuff. But coming up, like- yeah, like <laughs> coming up, like you know, because my that raising up like that, I always equate that to the Undertaker in WWE. <laughs> yeah. But I saw that, and I said, dang, that's where they that's where they get it. But from. That's where they got it from. Yeah, I was, I was yeah. like, man, that's crazy. But you know, when we talk about cursed films. You know, everyone, you know, goes to, you know, the classics. Mm-hmm. And my first, when I hear cursed films, I always go to the Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'll let you, you know, probably dive in a little bit more. But, you know, I always think of the guy with the, the crazy looking guy that's always smiling. Yeah, Reverend Kane. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Poltergeist is, is a, like, classically, supposedly cursed movie just, well, from the cast. You know, the little girl, um, Heather O'Rourke, I think was her name. Mm-hmm. I mean, she died really young from like a very rare, like one in a million type uh, diseases. Um, Will Sampson also passed away, um, you know, early. Uh, then the Reverend, the guy that played Reverend Kane, you know, um, he was in the middle of, I mean, he was only had months to live. And so like just his appearance was scary, but they say the reason that that movie was cursed, not only because they were talking about spirits, um, was at the end of this, uh, end of the film. Um, there's that scene where like there had the pool, they were built, you know, they had digging out like an underground mm, pool. Yeah. They supposedly the houses, you know, spoilers is buried on an Indian burial ground and they use real skeletons because mm-hmm. it yeah. it's cheaper to buy a real human skeleton than it was to make one, you know, <laughs> like crazy. special effects. So they, the skeletons that they used were actually real skeletons in the film. So, yeah, Poltergeist is like another, like I said, classically, like mm-hmm. that movie is cursed um, just because of all the tragedy that happened um, on the set and to the cast members after the film had come out. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because like Poltergeist is another one, and then I know The Exorcism. 
the or the Exorcist is is the is the other one that's they talk about. But you know what's crazy? You know, I was actually reading an article about the Exorcist that the real life where that movie is based off. The guy actually came out and said, "I am the reason why they made that movie on his deathbed." Hmm. So he was a young guy and he was experiencing all this stuff, um, and basically when he passed the Catholic church came out and they like, Oh, that dude's about to die. We need to make sure we do last rites. Cause he was, you know, he was possessed, but you know, kind of backtracking on that. But he, you know, he went to this thing. He was, you know, uh, he had a, an old priest and a young priest at first. He had a young priest who thought he could, you know, do something, you know, he's like, Oh, you know, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll vanquish this demon. I'm just right out the exorcist school and all that stuff. And, and, comes out he's like no nah, he couldn't this thing was just too powerful and so they bring in this old priest and this old priest is like battling this demon and this kid you know and and so you know he he has to go to this you know the school and he you know he gets you know he basically his life his younger life was battling this demon trying to get it out of him they'd go away and then come back or you know he'd, he'd be in quote-unquote remission and of the demon and the next you know he's back to doing his demon stuff and the guy ended up growing up the guy that the movie exorcist is made about he was a nasa scientist mm. he had been hiding that secret his entire life and so when he died he goes all right i'll finally tell the secret mm. and he told you know he told his i think his wife or some or some reporter or somebody this is on the, and I found it on on uh, the Guardian or in, I think Huffington Post had one too, but he had been holding that secret back from his colleagues. Mm-hmm. He didn't want anyone to know that th- th- he's the reason why the Exorcist was made, <laughs> and so that's pretty crazy, you know, mm-hmm. for him to be that. I thought you was gonna tell tell us that he told his wife that true secret. Who's been drinking the orange juice <laughs> and putting that, that container back in the fridge? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, have you heard of this yeah. movie Attic? I think it's A T A K. I was reading some curse movies, and we all looked. We all checked out the main ones, mm-hmm. but there was one that came across, and it's called I think it's Attic, A T A K or A T O K. But it's a movie that never got to be made because everybody that took on the role died. Oh, the first one was Jim Belushi. What he. He accepted the role, and he was about to start shooting, and then he died. Uh-huh. And then, like, one guy, dang, I forgot his name, but he actually made, or he'd actually filmed some scenes for it. And then, like, a month after that, he died, so they couldn't continue on with it. And then the last one, there's, like, four or five people, but I didn't know the other two, but they died as well. But the last one to get that role was Chris Farley. What? Uh, no way. Yeah. Wow. And That's crazy. so it's never been made and um I don't think they're ever gonna make it because whoever keeps getting these whoever keeps saying yes, you know, they pass away, which is crazy. That they, is crazy. They don't know what the movie's about. They have no idea what is what's going on in it, but yeah. they just know that after these people accept the role then they just die suddenly. Drug yeah. overdose, car wreck, whatever it is, disease. So Man. Yeah. I don't know if you. I didn't know if you heard of that or not. I've never heard of that. No, that yeah. sounds that sounds crazy. <laughs> Man, that is crazy. <laughs> I was gonna say that sounds awesome, but that does not sound awesome. <laughs> that, that sounds crazy. crazy. Yeah, I've never heard of that one. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know Chris Farley. You know, uh, accepted that. I 
Because, I mean, Chris Farley died of a joke overdose, yeah. right? Or yeah, heart so did attack. John Belushi, same thing. They really? almost died the exact same way, which yeah. is weird. That diamond was his idol, too. Yeah. Whoa. That's but, crazy. Yeah, I, I found that very interesting. So, don't make it. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, especially like... You know, especially someone I like as like you know my favorite act. Please don't do it. Say, say no. But uh, yeah, you know that's one thing about these films and in you know people always you know say they have nightmares and this this and this and I'll tell you this a, a movie that really you know I believe you know it may not be cursed but one thing that people experienced when they first saw it that really caused some people some real harm was sinister. The movie Bagul, right? No, the Sinister movie. Yeah, with uh, Ethan Hawke. Yes, with Ethan yeah. Hawke. Yeah, yeah. Bagul was the entity. Yes, yes. Yeah. People were saying that they were seeing this thing in their in their dreams. Um, you know, with that type of entity, you know, when it basically is messing with you, and it and it's like one of those leading up type of messing with you, then it crescendos into something big. But I was reading an article that that basically that movie was causing legitimate harm to people heart attacks they was dreaming about it mental health issues because of the way that they shot that movie mm-hmm. with the special effects and in and, and the in the practical effects um like i said would you call that cursed mm. you know who knows but that movie and you know it's a recent movie you know it came out probably 10 years ago i believe yeah, yeah. I keep seeing stuff on my feed about how scientifically it's the scariest movie that you could watch. Sinister. Mm-hmm. I mean, I walk me, me and uh, James and Ray Potatoes. We watched it in theaters in Santa Fe, and it was cool. It, it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. The one part that got me was when I think it's the third video, and it's the a video where. The lawnmower runs over the person's head. Dang, yeah. But that part, when the scream happens, it just happens so quickly, and it's, like, so loud, man. I jump every time, too, every time I watch a movie. <laughs> I know it's there, but I still, like, get this. It's just a scream. It's just the the image of it running over his head, and I don't know. But, I mean, it's creepy. Those videos are creepy. The, yeah. The VHS tapes mm-hmm. that Ethan Hawke found and watched alone. Alone, yeah, <laughs> in the dark. Dang, drunk too. Now, drunk. <laughs> you know, uh, another movie that they talk about that was a cursed movie that I like to watch, and you know, I thought was kind of cool was the Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said that one mm-hmm. scene they actually left it in the movie where those two people got well those. What was it? Two children and a guy. Yeah, yeah. He's having like Vietnam flashbacks, and he's yeah. not sure like what's real and what's not real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In that scene, I guess that helicopter went down due to some kind of uh, malfunction, and he went to actually go protect those children. But in the scene, you actually see one of those children and him get their head cut off but yeah. they they say it's i mean you can look it up yeah. and it's yeah. it's prominent mm-hmm. in, you know in the scene and you can still see it and my understanding is the director of that film you know that was the first time someone got uh what do you call it sued you yeah. know mm-hmm. for for that and also it changed a lot of history when it comes to you know, acting and the rules, you know, all yeah. that yeah, type yeah. of stuff. Well, so. the the director that did uh, American Werewolf in London. Yeah, John Landis. Yeah, John Landis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He also so. did, like, Blues Brothers and 
Animal House. And, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah He's so. a famous director, and I think even Spielberg got pulled into that too because mm-hmm. he was like producing that film. Yeah. And supposedly they're like using kids that like that, like at, at an hour where they weren't supposed to be using them or something like mm-hmm. that. Like it was something about the child labor laws or something. Yeah. Like they were like trying to skirt around that. Yeah. And, yeah, they were yeah. filming it like. Four in the, or like three in the morning. Yeah, I think like everybody was like yeah. on the whole crew was like overworked. Um, yeah. They were like working like thirty six hour shoots and stuff like that, and just mistakes were being made left left and right. And yeah, but mm. I've heard that too about the Twilight Zone. Um, that that scene is still in the movie, mm-hmm. and that kind of brings me up to like another film that you don't really think about being cursed. I don't know if y'all ever heard about it, but like the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Yeah. Um, supposedly there's like that guy, like a crewman. I've heard it's a crewman. I've heard it's a munchkin supposedly like hangs himself in the background and like they left it Mm -hmm. in, Mm -hmm. but then like recent cuts of it, like they took it out and put something else in there. Um, and there's only like one version now I think left that, still has the original footage because mm-hmm. it's all been like doctored up so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah the wizard of oz is another one um even oh. like the the tin man makeup you know mm. he got real sick because they were using like powdered aluminum yep <laughs> for, like, the- <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Dang. and yep. then there's like like the scene too like where they're like in the poppy fields and they're all like spaced out that was like asbestos that like snow? The, yeah, the yeah. snow is like asbestos, and they're like putting it on their tongues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. You know, another movie I liked, uh, but, you know, I come find out it was cursed, you know, and, uh, The Crow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But, you know, they, they were also saying, you know, everybody was focusing on what was his name? Brandon, uh, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon Lee. Brandon Lee's death and how he died, but... You know, they were saying there was kind of like, uh, how you say, uh, telltale signs that, you know, that movie just wasn't right. There was a lot of actual stuff going on, you know, behind the scenes. You know, there was just odd things even after production, you know, when they were putting it together. You know, then a lot of those kind of stories, you don't, it's not out in the public. Right. And, um but, you know, yet, you know, there was, you know, leaks here and there, people talking in Hollywood, you know, and, and you know, a lot of the stories were, you know, that, you know, even some of the, some of the scenes that they took out had things in there that, you know, they felt, you know, kind of brought bad luck to that whole movie set. Yeah. And people were experiencing, you know, negativity on the set, you mm. know. And yeah. That's something people don't really talk about. Only a few people that was really entrenched in the Hollywood, you know, network kind of finally leaked a lot of that stuff out. And if you get to hear that, man, it kind of blows your mind. Yeah. You know? I know what was crazy, too, about that is, you know, Bruce Lee's, I'm going to put it in quotes, final film, mm. um, Game of Death there's a scene like, well, it's kind of what the movie's about. Like he's, he, he's an actor and he's like, he has to fake his own death to like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like get revenge on these mobsters that are trying to like, I don't know. But anyway, it's kind of hard. To, it's kind of convoluted a little bit, but anyway, but there's a scene, his death scene. Um, the, one of the crooks shows up that the bad guy shows up on his movie set and shoots him in the, in the stomach. And it was the, the exact same way that Brandon Lee had died. Like they almost Lee, well, it's like they recreated it, but only 30 years prior to that. Yeah. It was so weird. Like the coincidental 
like how that happened. It's strange. Mm-hmm. You know, and they always say it's like a curse of the dragon. Like, you know, Bruce Dang. Lee had this curse on him, you know, that was passed down from his father and he passed it on to Brandon. Could have sold a soul probably. <laughs> no. Yeah. I haven't yeah. heard that, uh, that house that Bruce Lee purchased right before, you know, everything kind of went down for him. Yeah. Was, was a haunted, haunted place. And I think, you know, they also said, you know, because their beliefs that, you know, that that's probably what got him cursed and it probably went on down to his lineage. Yeah. Mm. Those Asians, they have a lot of, you know, spirits and devils and mm-hmm. things like that in their culture. And they deal with witching too. People forget that. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I, I, I think that whole said is pretty cool to hear you know there's several people that discuss you know the theory of behind uh, uh the lee family curse you know even, yeah it even goes back further to i guess bruce lee's you know kung fu teacher and stuff like that yeah oh it man yeah and so you know there's just different things that you know you don't really hear or you know, have that connection, you know, to it. But dang, you know, once you hear it, I think, dang, that sounds like a creek story. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't it? Yeah. I'm going to just say, shout out, uh, Chief Hill is listening. He's a big Bruce Lee fan. He mm. wants to come on the show and talk about Bruce Lee. Tell him to leave. <laughs> tell him to leave his shirt on, though, guy. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to see that. No. <laughs> Dang, I know we was joking around before. Like, dang, uh, Tyler was going to dress up as John Cena. He's going to have his shirt off right here for y'all. No, I, I, I dress up like John Cena at the live events because y'all can't see me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's cold-blooded. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know what we should start doing is just putting a chair out. Just yeah. oh that's Tyler, don't he's worry. About here. It. <laughs> he's here in spirit. <laughs> so he's got that ghost medicine. <laughs> well I know they still put out that spirit plate for me. <laughs> <laughs> so somehow it gets eight. I don't know where it now. <laughs> Another movie I, I, I thought was kinda cool. I mean I didn't really watch it until they told me that that this was in there, and then after I heard that, and I watched it. But it was that was that three men and a baby. Oh yeah, yeah. Had yeah, that yeah. one scene, and I don't know if anybody can look that up. This isn't a ghost, right? It's like yeah. a, on the balcony. Yeah, if you yeah. click that in, you know it'll have that ghost in the background. And some people say, "Oh, that was no ghost. That was a cutout, or you know something else." But, but what's weird is they cut back to that scene too, and then it's gone. Yeah, which is mm-hmm. weird. You yeah, know, they go yeah. back to that balcony like in. Like, I don't know, but yeah, it's gone. It's in one scene, then it's not. It's just weird, you know. Mm. But yeah, I forgot about that one. That's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, a, there's a bunch of them out there. I was looking there going, man, I can't wait till uh, Tyler gives us that keen list. <laughs> Dang, I know. I seen I, that. Uh, <laughs> I'm like waiting on your top five right now. <laughs> I seen that Passion of the Christ was cursed, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. correct. Yeah. 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 The director got struck twice with lightning. Well, yeah, yeah. And then. Jim Caviezel got struck once. Is yeah, that right. When he was on the Dang. cross, too, they said. That oh yeah, got, yeah, he got struck. By Mel Gibson once lost once his time. career now. Yeah, and Mel Gibson. Yeah, some he I mean, went nuts or something. Yeah, he lost yeah. his. He lost, lost his, his mind. mind. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, I forgot about that. Yeah, you know, people forget about that too. You know, over there, you know, that's supposed to be the holy city, but mm-hmm. 
you know, if you read that Bible, you know, they had a lot of wicked stuff running mm. around there, you know. Mm -hmm. And to me, you know, if you're going to go over there and, you know, film and, you know, do all that stuff, you know, it makes sense that you might bring something back. You yeah. Know? Yeah, for sure. And so to me, that was a prime example, you know, things go wry when you go missing with stuff like that. So. Yeah. Well, you know, people always say, like, the, uh, the eyes are the window to the soul. You know, what you bring in, you know, what you see. Because that's one thing about movies that I don't think anybody really thinks about. You know, you're basically watching, you know, obviously you're, you're I mean, it's not real, but you're watching it as if it's real. Mm -hmm. It's like if you saw a car wreck, you know, you don't forget these things. Mm -hmm. And these things stay with you. And, you know, um, I had gave Chris a recommendation, uh, a movie that really, I, I had trouble, I actually had dreams about it. You know, and I think it might be, you know, some weird stuff in that movie, but that movie is called Pie Walket. Mm. Basically, it's about a, a, a spirit, mm -hmm. you know, and I was sitting here, me and Betsy were sitting there watching the movie, and I literally had heart. Like, I could, like, it was like I was seeing something from my childhood mm -hmm. that just struck me. And it's on, it was on Shudder for a long time. I think it was on Amazon Prime, too. But uh, but yeah, I, I sat there and watched it, and we were sitting there. I'm like, man, I just I can't catch my breath. Mm -hmm. Like this movie is doing stuff, and it basically I'm not gonna tell I'm not gonna tell the premise. Basically, it deals with a spirit um, that's chasing after this uh, girl. But man, that 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 movie, Pie Walket, if you guys can find that one, it's kind of a not a I wouldn't say like a, a B list or A list horror movie, but man, it has some good special effects, and it. Man, it shook me. You know, yeah. I, I don't really say that about movies very often because I think, you know, you just think of it's fake. But I, I go back to, you know, it, eyes, you know, you seeing things, they can, you know, bring it bring it with you when you go to sleep or, you know, if, you know, if the person that made the movie, you know, had some real stuff in it and they knew they did their homework on what these spirits are. You know, that's one thing about, you know, cursed movies. It's just so, you know, do we often think that, you know, those cursed movies you know, you have some bad luck, you know, going on during the week after you watch that movie. Yeah. That's something I always think about when it comes to movies, though, is yeah. is if it brings on that stuff. Yeah. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. I never thought of that, so thank you. No. <laughs> I, know, I just really He don't. just cursed everybody, dang, right? Dang, now. Man, dang. dang that guy, man. <laughs> I just, turn, I, turn turn his mic off right now. Just turn it off. Boy, we don't need nothing. I just often no, think about that. Turn it off. Cut. But I really think about that though. I'm like, man, like I'll sit here and watch a movie and be like, dang, like I just watched like six people get murdered, man. Like, dang, like is this going? You know, I, they always bring back that old that old argument with like, are these movies too violent for these kids? You know, and it, is it affecting people on a different level than just Watching something that's fiction, you know. I always think about that. Another uh, movie that I like to watch every now and then, but, you know, again, they say it's one of those cursed movies, and, again, it's that Exorcism of Emily Rose. And mm, that was ba oh, that yeah. was based on a true story, you yeah. know, and they said, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on on set, you know, and, and again, after production, they had, you know, issues with, you know, getting things, you know, finalized and stuff and dang so. she really looked like she was possessed too all them contortions mm -hmm. she was doing yeah yep. like, dang yeah 
I've always wondered, like, like the set of the witch and things like that. You know, mm. like that New England. We talked about that before. Yeah. That's know. one. Of, that's one of my favorite. Yeah, ones, it's, that it's, it's witch. a good. Always a good time to watch it. Like this time of year. That movie was based in Hannah. No. <laughs> 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 Dang, I threw in those wagons. <laughs> so that was a wee wolfy group. No. <laughs> but I always wondered, like, you know, like, I mean, there's out in the middle of the woods, you know, filming that, like, I don't know. I think that's just, it's just creepy all the way around. You know, to me, that, that the thing I really liked about that, you know, it, it put things into perspective. You know, again, you know, when those people came over from overseas they really believed in those things those charms and witchcraft and Mm -hmm. you know you you study european history you know they had they had uh what do you call it uh i want to say religious battles but it's not called that i don't know crusades yeah you know uh, you had different churches battling each other you know over you know dominance and you know so when it when you talk about witchcraft over there, even to this day, you know they got people over there that still practice those things. You know, n- n- of course, like over here, you know, you got your Hollywood people that you know doing it to, you know, sell books and movies and you know T-shirts and stuff like that. But then you've got the real ones over there that really know what they're doing. So. And those ones you don't hear much about, you know, but, you know, kind of like Indian country. You got some of these guys, you know, really promoting themselves. And for nine ninety five, they'll <laughs> bless you in that good way, you know, <laughs> do that sweat lodge ceremony for you, you know. So, you know, again, you know, but you go to the ones that know what they're doing, you know, they're not, they're humble people. Mm. They'll come and, you know, help you out. You know, they know those things. They're not up there talking talking all that noise, you know. But, you know, that's what I liked about that movie. You know, it, they really put that light on it. But, you know, again, you know, I know a lot of people watched it and got the wrong image from it, you know. Mm. So you got all those witchcraft books, you know, really selling after that movie. Yeah. yeah. There was what another one called what was it? Hereditary or something. Oh yeah. 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 I think it was by the same group. Yeah. You know, and, and to me that again that was uh when you you're talking about incantations, you know, and stuff like that, to me that's that's old stuff, you know, mm. whether no matter what nationality you come from. You know, those old words, you know, uh, I don't know how you say, have a lot of power in it. Yeah. You know, so to me, movies like that, you know, if they made it and they were experiencing some weird stuff on set, makes sense to me. Yeah. 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 Another one they were experiencing weird stuff on was Rosemary's Baby. Mm. Oh, yeah. 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 Man, that had some serious, like, that's another thing, too, about that movie is, you know, when the, when the, uh, the shot of the just the eyes of those devil eyes, man, that haunts you. But like, they were experiencing stuff. Like I, I Roman Polanski, you know, I mean, everybody kind of find out what he's about, mm-hmm. you know, at you know, because he was you know dabbling in you know, basically child stuff. But you know, but he was doing stuff before that, way before that. You know, Mia Farrow was on that set, mm-hmm. you know, and her life kind of spiraled after that too. You know, because she then married Woody Allen, and then you know. Things like that happen, and then, uh, you know, but they also use the real sigils. Mm. Like, they really, he really, you know, 
you know, allegedly, you know, obviously he, Roman Polanski was married to, to Sharon Tate. And, you know, that's connection to Charles Manson. You know, he was into Helter Skelter and all that stuff. And, you know, they think that some of that, you know, might have followed him or, you know, things like that. But, yeah, that's another one that it's real kind of spooky, I guess, or kind of, you know, gives you that, that little weird feeling. Another uh, cursed movie that I thought was uh, interesting. But I didn't really call it. Considered it cursed. I I thought it was just crazy, but that John Wayne movie, what was it called? It's uh I feel oh, like all his movies were named he, the same. <laughs> he uh he played that uh what was it Chinese Oh Genghis Khan? Yeah. Well, he was in, I can't remember the name of it, but he played Genghis Khan. Is that one you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And everybody died from cancer <laughs> in that movie, but I think it was cuz they filmed that movie on uh Oh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, you know, they tested bombs. Oh, yeah, yeah. In that area. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know what you call uh, that, but anyway, they tested those bombs on there, and, you know, those guys, they said, it's all right. There ain't no radiation, nothing like that. And then people start falling out. Mm, you know? Yeah. Dang. So, and then I think, man, they had like over 150 people on that cast that came down with cancer. You Dang, know? yeah. And not only them in general, but everybody that brought their children mm-hmm. on that set, you know, that, you know, they all came down with cancer mm-hmm. and stuff. So, anyway, like I said, I can't remember the name of the movie, but, you know, again, that's the only movie you'll see John Wayne playing. Hmm. Would you? Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dang, that's crazy too. They said, yeah. "Yeah, let's get that guy." I forgot about that. Yeah, that, that's probably why he was cursed trying to play <laughs> Genghis Khan like that. that I just read good. about that last night. <laughs> what was the name of that movie, though? I forgot too, but I, I didn't even know about it. But they were saying, "Yeah, he played Genghis Khan," and it just all this stuff happened with that movie being made because basically <laughs> he was Genghis Khan. Yeah. And, and so it was like number two on that list I was like looking at, and I've never heard of it. That's probably why I just forgot what it was. But yeah, all that crazy stuff just happened. So I mean, and then they were talking about yeah, it's really weird. Anyways, for him to play Genghis Khan, you know, just being all stereotypical too. It's like, <laughs> I said, dang that guy. <laughs> JW. No. <laughs> yeah, don't say his name. Yeah, man. Don't, golly. So, no wonder he had wooden teeth. No, <laughs> Saying the mirror in the dark. Oh. He'll come for you. John Wayne. Dang, what's Genghis Khan out here shooting a, a, a revolver for, man? <laughs> the classic revolver, man. It's like, Dad, I didn't know Genghis Khan had, had guns back then. Where's the sword at? Right there. <laughs> right here. No. Is it the Omen? That's that's another one. Yeah, yeah that, that's that, another one. Yeah. yeah, they even had stuff happen on their set. They had people yeah. suiciding, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was crazy. What well, they the Amityville too? The oh, Amityville, yeah. Yeah. Amityville horror. They said yeah. the, the the remake of it. They were having all kinds of stuff because they actually filmed in the actual home. Dang. Yeah. And uh, I think, what was his name? He's a young guy. He played uh, Ryan Reynolds. It? Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. He was talking about how he was having nightmares. And Dang. he woke up every every morning at 3.33. Yeah. Every oh. morning. 
So, and he said that happened to him for a long time. Mm-hmm. Man. So, I forgot about that one. I did too. Yeah. Amityville. Amityville. Yeah. Now the. I've seen the remake. That was really good. Does it hold up to the first one? The I guess the original OG. I don't know. I'm all I'm old school, so yeah. I'm always gonna like the originals more than the remake. Yeah. On that one, I mean, I thought the first one was real good. You know, it went more. You know, I guess towards what is it, the book? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the second one, what I liked about it is, man, they went all out on the special effects. So mm-hmm. to me. I mean, they were like two different movies. Yeah. But if you ever watched, they have a third one, and it was like why he was the way he was, that that young man, I forget his name. Mm-hmm. But it shows him being brought up. And, you know, his dad was just like super mean to him. And mm. He had a sister. Of course, you know how little sisters are, you know, always doing some crazy stuff. And, you know, they were playing uh, – in their basement. I don't know if they was using a Ouija board or not, but, you know, they was talking to the spirits down there. and They just made something. They called on something. and They think, think that, according to the movie, that's what kind of opened stuff up because of that little sister. So mm. you guys got a little sister out there. Y'all better watch out for them. <laughs> no. I always remember, man, growing up, that scene where he, that little boy's got his hands all like on the windowsill and the window like on the first one like like slams down on his hands oh, that scared me to death. You, you know the thing that scared me the most is that Jody the pig, you know, <laughs> yeah. out the window. Yeah, yeah. You know, staring at him. Yeah, like, that is what kind of flipped me out. <laughs> you know, and, but you know, I've actually seen things like that. So you know. That's what kind of tore me up when I saw that. That'd be a a future. (laughs) They have flashbacks, huh? That'd be a future episode, though, because we just talked about like Black Phillip the goat, and then the pig, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) like cursed, like animals, like Mm. these spirit animals. Yeah, Mm -hmm. man. Yeah, dang it. Yeah, that's one. You know, that's one thing about Amityville Horror. You know. I always like when I see it. I always see a picture of those those windows, those kind of weird. They almost look like eyes. eyes. Yeah, they always look like eyes to me. Yeah, and you know that, that's one thing about like spirit hauntings and all that stuff. You know, with the first one, to you know, to me, what's creepy about that movie is it gets in your mind and you just start going crazy, mm-hmm. and your family can't do nothing. They're trying everything they can to you, you know, and the guy's trying to act like he's right, but he's not right. So that man, that's that's a classic that Amityville Horror. But you know, one that uh, another movie that kind of came to mind when you started talking about Amityville Horror was The Conjuring, mm-hmm. one and two, and then you got the the Nun and the basically the whole universe. Um, you know, one thing too that is so creepy to me, and I like I said I've experienced this too, is the knocking when mm-hmm. they play in that game when they're knocking and then they go into the the. Uh, into the dresser, that big dresser mm-hmm. that's by itself in that room, and, and basically you're just or you're, it's clapping. I'm sorry, not knocking, clapping, mm-hmm. and you know the arms are just barely out, and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, man, that's one of the creepiest scenes to me. And you know, I, I, I always think back to like things that I've experienced in my life. I'm just like, man, you know, especially playing like hide and seek at night. You know, we've talked about that before on a live stream. Don't bring it up. Yeah, God, I had a big lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Sharma, gonna have to clean that chair up now. 
She'll be looking at you mad, boy. She'll be, Russell. Now you're going to see that chair on the curb. Wow. <laughs> Take it home. For free. <laughs> Strap it up to your car. She's she just sitting there just shaking her head, boy. <laughs> Chris, I was going to ask you, uh, on our TikTok, I don't know if you've seen that comment, but we were talking about, I think it was whistling at night. Somebody said, don't clap at night. Mm. Do you know any info on that? I didn't know I didn't know anything about clapping at night. Yeah, I mean, there's. I, w- I was telling you earlier, you know, there's a lot of people, a lot of different tribes, a lot of nationalities have those kind of things, you know, no whistling, no, no clapping. They have another one, too, and I can't think of it right off the top of my head um but uh i just went blank but yeah that clapping you know they they say it's kind of like that whistling you Mm -hmm. know and uh i think those are pretty some some people call those like death knocks you know Mm -hmm. when you do stuff like that you know and again you know it's different people with different beliefs you know but it's all basically the same instead of clapping they'll say whistling or walking backwards at, at night. Oh, whoa. You know, they say, you know, if you do that, you know, bad things will happen, you know. And, and so, you know, it just depends, you know, where you're at and, you know, what they believe in. But I think those are all pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then somebody want to know, because we touch on it every now and again, don't look out the window at night. Mm-hmm. But they want a better explanation of, like, why. I, I just like, well... I was just told not to do it. I think we're all told not to do that, yeah. you know. Well, um that I think I thought we kind of addressed that before, you know. They always say, you know, uh at night that's when spirits roam. And they also say don't do it when it's storming. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's raining. Mm-hmm. You know, cuz you'll see those spirits and if you acknowledge them, they'll come in. Mm. And that's why they say don't open you know, don't open your windows. Don't be staring out the window when at night or when it's raining real hard. Because they say rain uh, activates or gives spirits more energy, mm. so they're out and about. You know, more frequently, or they got a lot more power during storms. You know, a lot of nationalities believe that. You know, during storms. You know, especially lightning storms. Mm. And, mm. Uh, they'll say, you know, don't don't be messing with stuff. You know, but. Again, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's kind of crazy though. I was talking to that Miss Barlow last night, you know, she's on the phone and, and she was talking about some ancient deities, you know, I'll just say that much. And dang, it started storming, you know, Golly. and it even started hailing. And I had to say, hey, can we, uh, not talk about these things anymore. So it's starting to hail over. Here. <laughs> I said I, I'm not. I don't mean to be you know disrespectful or rude or anything. But I said you know let's. I said we can take this conversation on at another time. You know, other, mm-hmm. you, know yeah. you know, and stuff. And that was another reason. You know, I said you know just record that one. We'll go with that one. And I said. Later on, I said, during the day, you, you record the other one and send it to me during the day. You know? <laughs> if you're listening, Miss Barlow, please, during the daytime. You know, on a sunny day. Yeah. <laughs> please. Check no, your weather no, out. No, cloud in sight. <laughs> <laughs> 80, 80 degrees at, at minimum. Uh, I'll just say that much. So, yeah, you know, to me, you know, the best explanation is, you know, those spirits roam. 
And, you know, some uh, nationalities also believe in those, uh, I don't know how you'd say it. I would explain them as weeping spirits. That's what I would call it, but that's not their, I don't know what you say, uh, the actual name of them. That's just what I can think of right now. But those weeping spirits are kind of like, how you say her name? La Llorona? Yeah. La Llorona. Yeah, however you say her name. And there's other, you know, banshees out there that, you know, that you can talk about. And they'll do those things, you know. And there's other names for for these weeping spirits, you mm-hmm. know. And so you better be careful, you know, playing with those ones. But, you know, again, you know, that's what they believe. You know, you're looking out that window, you know, and you might see those things or you might attract those things. So at night they used to shut their, you know, windows. Mm. And that was before they had curtains, you know, mm. so. I still think people are crazy when, if, if like, if I see someone, if I go in someone's house and they ain't got no curtains up, curtains up. I'm like, all right, something's not right with this person. <laughs> you can't yeah. trust them. On movies too, like scary movies. There'll be in a giant house with open, huge nah, windows. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's why. And it's storming. <laughs> that's why this movie's scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and then uh, you brought up La Llorona. I think that's how you say it, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm saying it wrong, I I apologize. But I've had a lot of people ask us if we're ever going to do that. So that might be like a weeping what you call entities, I guess, yeah. episodes. So banshees I've heard of as well, but I don't know too much about those either. I think another topic too we need to hit is those black eyed kids. Mm. You ever heard of the black eyed kids? I've heard of those, yeah. I grew up as a black eyed kid. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, guys. I was say, oh, no. so, dang, I thought, dang. You yeah. mean with, with Fergie? No. <laughs> the black guy black guy peas? Come on. Oh, now. sorry. <laughs> don't ever disrespect their legacy yeah, like that. Don't no. be talking about Fergie like that. No. <laughs> but you know, that's one thing too, like they're like little they're child they're basically masquerading as a as a as a child entity. Mm-hmm. And I know we've touched on it a little bit, you know, when we've done listener stories and 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 you know, other stories that we've done on other podcasts, but no, that's something, you know, I think eventually we need to get to. That's going to be a long episode. Cause there's tons of stories like that. Again, those, yeah. that's a, that's an entity that's nationwide. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of cultures that believe in that, you know? So, you know, we'll, that that's definitely a good episode. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a movie brought up, uh, the craft. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, they they were using real spells and incantations, and it's caused a lot of people who watch that movie to call things because they use those spells mm-hmm. and don't realize they were real. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Kind of like hacking. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Craft. I guess. Uh, I guess any other. I, I can't really think off the top of my. Head. I know that there's there, there's a cannibal movie. Cannibal. What is it? Cannibal well, corpse. Cannibal Holocaust. Yes. Oh, Holocaust. Yeah. They yeah. say they. Basically, they used like real people's intestines and stuff in that movie. They had to uh, had to go to court over that movie. Yeah, you know, like they had to bring kind of like the Blair Witch. Mm. They had to like prove that they weren't killing people. Yeah, because <laughs> it looked like it looked real, it looked so realistic. And they were using like like yeah. not like it was practical effects, but it looked like real people's guts yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of animal torture in that movie yeah. too. That's kind of hard to watch. That's Things are a little bit more lax back in the seventies. <laughs> yeah, with that kind of stuff. Yeah, so. and, uh, Cannibal Holocaust. That's yeah. That's another one that they said it was kind of yeah cursed because it had a bunch of like 
witch doctors and stuff. Mm-hmm. From so yeah, it's that's a crazy movie too. I've only I only seen like the first twenty minutes of it. and I was like, I can't do it. It's hard to watch. I can't do yeah. it. But uh, I guess transfer. I guess just kind of going over. I guess everybody's got their top five. Yeah, top three. Top, top three, three yeah. at least. Top three favorite scary movies. I guess. Yeah. Uh, I guess before we do that little little uh, teaser, I guess uh, Russell. I know some people sent you some of their top fives. Yeah, I'll go through them real quick. Um, let's see here. So these are from Instagram. I don't, I don't know your real name. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say your at name. So the Ice Crematory said, "Oh man, Friday the Thirteenth, two. Halloween 3, Texas Chainsaw 2013 remake, Return of the Living Dead, and I'll throw a modern movie in there. I think it's Terrifier, that Art the Clown one. That's oh. what I want to see, that. The second one I want to see. That, that Circle. Playing at the Circle, I think. Still? Uh, did they already do it? I think they did like a... I think it did a limited run on it, but I think they're going to bring it back because pe- oh, okay. it's so high in demand that people yeah. want to see that. So, uh, And then... Regan, The Boy, Halloween, Poltergeist, The Phantom of the Opera, and Trick or Treat. Mm. Trick or Treat. Isn't Trick or that, Treat's it, a good one. not like an anthology? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're making a sequel to that one, I think, yeah. too. Carrie Thomas Cody. Uh, let's see. Darkness Falls. It. Oh. 1990. Dawn of the Dead, 2004. Uh, Pet Cemetery And The Conjuring. 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 Just kidding. <laughs> See, oh, that you guys are catching that. That's what we talked about. Yeah, on that live. That's why I was like, conjuring. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw him a curveball here. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to say something, but I'm like, I'm going to That's why I was like, I'm gonna I get a little pause. No, <laughs> strike out watching. Hey, one thing about Darkness Falls, I had totally forgot about that movie. That is a great movie, yeah. man. Man, that's a great movie. Scrimp Scrap Studio? They just said people under the stairs. That's a good one. Mm. Um, Thomasina Johns, the first nightmare on Elm Street, Sinister, House of a Thousand Corpses, Get Out, Get Out. Okay, Jordan Peele and The Conjuring. Mm. Mm. So we got so we got The Conjuring, The Conjuring yep. twice. We got Conjuring. Uh, Mandy. Ah, uh, I don't want to pronounce your last name. Yep. Yapa, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. That's a good one. If I mispronounce your name, I'm sorry. Correct me. Oh, wait. Uh, Dom. As Above, Down Below. Mm. Then that's the one about the catacombs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian Flying Ferris. Dr. Butcher, MD, Chud. Chud. It's Alive. Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Dead Alive. Hmm. And that was it. That was it. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you guys, uh, appreciate you guys sending those in. Um, yeah, I know we. Uh, I know we. Uh, we all can you know give our top fives here in a second, but we appreciate you guys um, giving that. Uh, the the was it top five, top threes? I guess some people just gave their favorite movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess uh, who who wants to start it out here? Who's got their Who's got their top three or top five ready? 
I'm, I'm always ready. All right, Colin. We're going to lead off with that. We're going to lead off with Well, y'all know me. I'm pretty old school. And there's always these different kind of subgenres in, in horror films. But um, I'm not really so much into, like, the violence and the gore. And, I mean, I have those favorite kind of movies. But just my favorite, like, um, Halloween time movies or favorite kind of scary movies. Um Obviously, my my first choice is just because it was one of the very first ones that I remember like watching over and over and over was the original Chainsaw, seventy mm. four Chainsaw, um, is probably like my number three, and then um, number two is Nightmare, uh, almost a Nightmare Before Christmas because <laughs> I've watched my son has <laughs> watched made me watch that movie a thousand times because it's stuck in my brain. But um, Nightmare on Elm Street is probably number two, but my favorite like. Um, Halloween time movie is um, Abbott and Costello meet the monsters mm. <laughs> or meet Frankenstein. <laughs> that old school. Yeah. Yeah. That to me, that's like one of the greatest like monster movies of all time. Um, I think it trumps like the original Frankenstein and Dracula. And, I don't know though. That's probably my favorite. Cause that was one I can watch with the kids. Yeah. And, you know, so my daughters have always Grown up on that one too. So, yeah, yeah. Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. And okay. Yeah, yeah. You got some. You got some. Uh, you got some. <laughs> some hitters there. <laughs> yeah. So you said not. So, so you said. Uh, uh, I'm cha- like, chainsaw. Te- uh, Texas Chainsaw. Man, that original one. I remember the the classic scene of him holding that chainsaw and he's running mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. Man, you know, I don't know. Let me ask you this. I guess let me ask you this question. I don't know which is better. Do you like the 03 one? Or do you like the newest one, or the old school? Like, what we'll, we'll compare? I guess my question is: is really could you compare the two? Are they similar? Or? Well, I think they're all different. I, th- I thought the newest one was garbage. <laughs> like, I terrible. Just, I thought it was terrible. <laughs> like, I didn't like it at all. Um, I didn't like any of the characters in it. Like, I don't know. Like, just I, I don't know. To me, like the original '74 is the best one. Yeah. Like I say, because I've watched that one over and over and over. And, and I mean, I've read books on that movie. I've read, you know, autobiographies about them you know, being on set and, mm. and just kind of like winging it as they kind of went along, you know, and um, like on a shoestring budget. And I don't know. Like I just really love the way that was all put together and um, the stories behind it. And um, you know, we would watch that in the summertime. We'd go to, I'd ride my bike to Homeland Grocery Store. Dang, that's and, an old school right Yeah, there. And, and, and they had a little movie section there. And like I said, they didn't care if we rented them out or not, like R-rated movies <laughs> <laughs> back in the day. But I remember renting Chainsaw, and yeah. we'd watch it over and over. We knew it almost line for line, Dang. you know. But that, that's my favorite one. I did like the O three remake. Um, it's just a whole different feel. Yeah, it's it's know. darker to me. Almost. It's a lot darker. It's a lot more violent. Um, Jessica Biel. That's that was like her her first real. Is it Jessica Biel? Jessica Biel. Yeah, yeah. Justin Timberlake's wife. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, but uh, yeah, man. That, that's one thing about that that Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I remember being a kid, and that's like. You know, that was like the thing when it came out in 03. They like revived it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I remember that's all they did in those scary houses. Those like spook houses, you know, you go to, you know, like that people dress up as stuff and they scare you. Yeah. You know, I, they, that the chainsaw was the one that always got me, man. Yeah. There's just something about that. Just the sound ripping. Of that. Yeah, just ripping. <laughs> yeah. It's like one of my biggest fears is, is being something amputated by a chainsaw. <laughs> God. So. Um, so Chris, you got your top three or top five, whichever one, however you want to do. Yeah. Um, again, you guys got to know that 
I'm kind of out there sometimes. So what scares me, I guess, don't really scare anybody else. And I know some of these one movies are not always the top. I don't know movie movie movies out there, but you know, I guess my number third one, I guess, would be. Uh, It'd either be a toss-up between 13th Ghost mm. and, um, what it is it, um, dang, it just left me. I can't think of it right now. 13th Ghost and, uh, well, anyway, my second one, I guess, would be, um. Bigfoot's Wild Weekend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my second one is called Spell. Hmm. And this movie, you know. Again, it's it's about this uh, this uh, uh, attorney. He goes back home, I think, to like uh, Tennessee or Louisiana, and you know his family. They're all. He comes from a long line of uh, hoodoo and voodoo people, and to me, this movie, you know, I always joke around, you know, but dang, this is a creek movie. I mean, it's all about witching. Mm. You know, and at the end, he battles it out with the number one witch. <laughs> and uh, I won't tell you the end of the story, but it's pretty, it's a pretty awesome movie if you like witching, witching mm -hmm. movies. And again, you know, oh, go back to my third one would be that Hereditary. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, I like that one too because it dealt with... Um, you know, supernatural things, you know, they start, you know, that little girl dies, got her head cut off, but she comes, you know, she's always around mm -hmm. and come find out, you know, towards the end of the movie, the grandmother kind of set some things up and it goes to plan at the mm -hmm. very end. So I'll say that much about that movie, but you know, that that's kind of the tie up on my number three, that hereditary. And, mm -hmm. 13th ghost you know uh and like i said that that's a pretty good you know story uh but my tie for number one you know would, would be that witch with witch movie mm, you know, yeah. again not that i'm big into witching people but you know i liked it because it brought back you know some of those old old stories that you know i know for a fact, you know, they combine those things with, you know, Native American lore mm -hmm. and what they brought over, mm -hmm. you know. So, again, you know, them out there dancing in the woods, you know, they, mm -hmm. they were kind of picturing old Natives doing that, too, mm -hmm. you know. And so, but, you know, again, not to say that Europeans didn't like to dance in, in the woods naked, but <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, you know, those Yuchi Halls, they're known for that. No, I'm just kidding. God, but... Now, uh, but my number one movie, you know, and, and this one, uh, I really like this one um, because I thought, you know, I don't know, it gives you a, a, a different look on things. Well, actually, I got two of them, and it's I'm kind of hard to kind of do a toss-up between, so I'll just say they're tied. There's a movie out there called Ghosts, mm -hmm. and uh, it kind of gives you the perspective of the ghost mm -hmm. instead of, you know, you being spooked. And it goes back to time travel and all that stuff that you hear that, you know, deal with 
the paranormal. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, if you haven't checked this movie out, you know, I, I would definitely say this is a must for Halloween. You know, you'll, you'll get, you'll, you'll get your monies out of that mm. movie. But my, my tie, my tie with that is a movie called Afterlife. Mm. And again, you know, this movie too is going to really freak you out because it's looking at the spirit's point of view. Mm-hmm. You know, how you deal with death. Mm-hmm. When it comes your time, you know, in this movie, this uh, girl, you know, passes away, but she can't believe she's dead. But she's talking to the funeral director while he's preparing her and she she keeps arguing with him you know and saying i'm not dead you know she can't believe she's dead and you know he keeps telling her so i'm the only one that can communicate with you i'm the only one that can talk to you but she, you know she kind of keeps trying to get up and to make a long story short you know her boyfriend you know kind of has an idea that he can't uh how you say he can't come to grips that she's dead, mm-hmm. you know. So he kind of has it out with that funeral director, and that funeral director just basically says, "Well, you, I'm going to be seeing you too here pretty soon." And like I said at the end of the movie, you know, uh, you see what happens. You know, again, this is a movie that you got to watch. This is this is a movie that would be an ultimate Halloween movie for you guys to watch. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, again. But I will say on both those movies, I've, I've had suggested this to other friends, you know, that supposedly are, are into the paranormal, and it really bothered them. Mm. Mm. You know, it really troubled them, you know. And, and uh, so I don't know if I need to put that claimer on there or what, you know, but I will definitely say these two movies will make you think, you know, uh, about the afterlife and when it comes your time. So you know, again, check them out. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I'll uh, I'll go through my my top three. So number three is a movie. It's a werewolf movie called Late Phases. Mm-hmm. Uh, stars Nick. I think it's Daimichi. He's in Stakeland and Stakeland Two, and he's been in a few other things. Basically, this guy he's dropping. He puts his dad in a nursing home. Well, there's something off with the nursing home because people are going missing at this nursing home and he don't know he can't figure it out well, then he comes to find out it's something you know a beast have you has anyone ever seen that have y'all seen that movie mm-hmm. Late Faces mm-hmm. um, it's like came out in 2014 um, that's my number three my number two is Train to Busan oh it's mm-hmm. a good one uh, it's that. a zombie movie I'm really big into zombie movies um, but that's my favorite um, basically this this kind of he's kind of a deadbeat dad. He's real busy all the time and, and doesn't have time for his daughter, and uh, and basically, you know, he's supposed to pick her up. Well, then you know, basically the zombie apocalypse breaks out, mm-hmm. and they have to get on this train to Busan because that's the only safe zone. And so and it battles and they have to battle through you know all these zombies and and, and it's pretty brutal like the the. The practical effects and and everything like that is is, is super brutal, but it's a it's a great storyline. My mom's not really into, you know, where she has to read, you know, the the subtitles, but she's like really got into that movie, and she's like, wow, that was actually a great movie. Mm. So yeah, so Train to Busan, like I said, uh, I suggest watching the actual, not the dub version, but the sub version, 
the sub, especially hearing their language, it's mm. just something. It just brings something else out into it. My number one, I have a very big fear of sewers. Like I have a very, very big fear of sewers, and it, the <laughs> original, <laughs> is my favorite movie. My my favorite horror movie of all time with Tim Curry, mm. um, the Georgie scene where he's. Uh, you know, in the sewer and he's smiling, but you can see he's drooling. Mm-hmm. To me, that's that is the most like it brings a lot of fear out in me when I saw that. And when the remake, it's up there too for me. It's in my top twenty, I'd say. Uh, Bill Skarsgård did a great job of of just reenacting that scene, and he's mm-hmm. slobbering like he's like, "Come on, Georgie," you know, because every kid like growing up, that's like, you know, I always remember running the streets and being like seeing sewer, you know, it goes under like the tunnels and like whatnot. And I'm just like, man, if something's down there, it's, it's gotta be down there. Cause it's, you know, miles and miles of sewers. But, um, those are my, that's my top three. Mm. Number three for me was just mentioned on this one. And I forgot about it. Darkness halls. That mm. one creeped me out when I was growing up. I'm gonna have to watch that again though, as an adult. Uh, so I'm gonna put that one at number three. Number two, Lights Out. You guys ever seen that one? Oh yes, yeah, 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 that one's yeah. good. Yeah. I seen. I remember watching the short film on YouTube, and that one was creepy. And then they actually made a movie about it. And yeah. just the just the fact of, uh, or just in that movie, the fact of this thing moves in darkness, and you got to yeah. be in the light. And oh man, it's just it's, it's creepy, good. man. And that shadow, it's just, just showing the shadow of it. And then I don't know, man. It creeps me out, but. I have to go back with number one. Oh, as always, Hellraiser. Nah. Number one. <laughs> that one creeped me out growing up. Yeah. Uh, I did not want to find that box and mess with it <laughs> because I didn't want those Cenobites coming to my room, oh, taking me away with chains. <laughs> so, but, uh, but yeah, that one's, you know, I, I watch it every now and again. Still holds up. Uh, Frank freaks me out with uh, no skin on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he yeah. freaks me out too, so. But those are my top three. Um, that's did you, it. Did yeah. you say? Did you say Cenobites? Yeah, Cenobites. Dang, you got me picturing this. Cenobites. Cenobites. Is it Cenobites or is it Cenobites? Because people in the videos they say Cenobites, and I've been yeah. saying it Cenobites. Yeah. So uh, once again, conjuring, conjuring. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just want a Cinnabon. Now. That's all I know. <laughs> You know what I miss? Speaking of cinnamon buns, like I never said, don't even make them anymore. Remember the old Hostess ones that came in like the package? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, they don't make those anymore. Really? They had like the white eyes. You had to go to the actual store, I think. Now, uh, dude. Oh, dang! What? Like the pop Alice that, store. Pop that thing in the microwave dang. for like twenty. Dang, seconds. I'm getting hungry over here, y'all. <laughs> Honey buns. <laughs> dang! <laughs> I was trying to find those for my boys and can't find them anymore. That, that's all I heard Russell say: Cinnabons. <laughs> That was his nickname, though, wasn't it? And it was Honey Buns. Yeah. Just oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Cinnabons. <laughs> Wizard Buns. <laughs> no, but we'll probably cut it here. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in, joining in, giving us your stories, giving us your top five uh, movies you love. Uh, we're happy to read them on the show and interact with y'all. If you guys want to tell where to follow you at and everything. You can find me Yahola Tiger uh, on Facebook, and then uh, TikTok is One Man Band Nine One Eight. Um, I post a lot of uh, 
concert videos. I think I have Stin Jotties up there, and I got Allison Chains and Breaking Benjamin, places like that. So uh, follow me over there. You can follow me at Christopher Honka Hill on Instagram and TikTok. Mudo. Uh, you can follow me over at Skoden underscore cinema on Instagram. Also pump action underscore podcast. And then you can follow me on uh, Skoden cinema on Facebook as well. Follow my personals at Russellmouse49, at Okie Podcast on Instagram. Russell Sun Eagle is my personal on Facebook. Uh, you can follow Okie Podcast on Facebook as well. And follow Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation at, on TikTok at Reservation underscore Mysteries on Instagram at Unsolved Reservation Mysteries as well. Uh, Facebook, Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. Give us some likes on those videos.